Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. If debit is your go-to card, Discover thinks it's time you get rewarded too. So check out Discover Cashback Debit, a game-changing checking account with cash back on everyday debit card purchases. That's right. Cash back isn't just for credit cards anymore. Whether it's a movie date, flea market find, or midday latte, you can start earning cash back. And did I mention there are no fees, period. Check out transaction eligibility and terms at discover.com slash cashback debit. Discover Bank member FDIC. Easter is right around the corner. That's right. This year, Easter Sunday is March 31st. So hop into some serious savings with 20% off pickup orders now through March 30th. Use promo code SPRING20 to save on all the things you need to build baskets, the love at CVS. Find trending beauty buys, chocolate bunnies, delightful toys for kids, and so much more. Visit cvs.com slash Easter for details. If you want to relive the feels on Grey's Anatomy, Hulu is here for you. What are you waiting for? Let's go. Every episode of Grey's Anatomy is now streaming on Hulu. Seriously. Every. I'm your person. Every. Now we dance it out. Every. McDreamy. Every. McSteamy. Every. Grey's ever. Now streaming on Hulu. And the new season streaming March 15th. Simplify your life with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi. Stay connected anywhere and transform your vehicle into a dependable Wi-Fi hotspot. Navigate easily by powering apps like real-time GPS and voice assistant. Keep everyone entertained with Wi-Fi for up to 10 devices. Even on the practice field, AT&T in-car Wi-Fi keeps you connected while in proximity of your vehicle. Work, stream shows, or finish homework without missing a beat. Discover the convenience and see if you're eligible for a free trial at att.com slash in-car Wi-Fi. Don't let connectivity roadblock your journey. Always pay careful attention to the road. Don't drive distracted. Wi-Fi hotspot intended for passenger use only when vehicle is in operation. Compatible device and vehicle required. This is the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous Podcast with iHeartRadio. Holy moly, son of a biscuit, it's time for the- Well, I do love when Ben says son of a biscuit. <laughs> oh, it's so safe. It's just so safe. And now that it's became a routine in my life, I can say, hey, welcome to the Almost Famous Podcast. Ashley, uh, how are you holding up? How are you doing? I know uh, life for you has been wild because, yes, we just got back from Tahoe this week. Can't be easy as a mom 
leaving for i mean what were you on like two and a half days but even then coming no, back it's not even feel- it wasn't even 48 hours really oh it was actually 48 hours like after i landed but i wasn't in tahoe for a full 48 hours okay was it hard uh, that's a question i want to ask when you got back now i know you've you've been gone just a few times uh but does it get difficult leaving um, I get really anxious, like my okay. anxiety spikes, but I also at the same time, I, I feel like so alive and free yeah. <laughs> and I am like so chatty. I was making jokes with everybody in Tahoe that like I've never talked that much in my life because like I'm home alone with a baby all day and I do talk to Dawson in an adult voice a lot, but it's just really nice to not be around crying for like 48 hours. And I just like, know it's really good for my soul. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, like I have like some mad anxiety, like Jared had his dad take Dawson in his car. And I was like, you, your dad needs to take the Yukon. He needs to be in the Yukon. And yeah. it's like, guys, what if he dies in the car on the way to your parents' house? Like literally like, like I have like those kind of triggers. Like I started crying because yeah. like I wanted the kid like in a certain like vehicle. Yeah, that makes sense. I will say this, actually. I don't know if it makes you feel better or worse. One of the best things my parents did for me was they were good at, like, going on trips together, and they would leave me with grandparents or, like, a family friend for just a few days. It wasn't like they left me forever. But it did allow me to, I I think, as I got older, become more comfortable being away and not being so homesick because I think I, I have it in me to get really homesick. It's crazy you bring this up because that's so timely in my life right now. So my best friend's getting married in Italy in September. And the plan the entire time has been to bring Dawson, make it sort of a family vacation. My parents are invited and it's my sister and my best friend. Like it's our collective best friend. So like my sister's fiance is coming. The plan was hopefully it was going to be like the six of us in Italy for a whole week. And my dad has been so reluctant to go, which is like a whole weird thing. He just, my dad like doesn't feel like he's on vacation unless he's chilling at home. Like he has the week off, but he like really wants to just like decompress at home. And he also is, oh my God, this is like so insane. Our dog, Ethel, my parents' dog has become their actual child. And he will like, he is so concerned about leaving her for a week, which is like a totally unhealthy. He like doesn't trust anybody to take care of her. (laughs) So like, that's a whole other reason why he doesn't want to leave. He legitimately has not been on vacation since he got this dog. He can never get a dog again. He's got to stop getting dogs. (laughs) Okay. So like a whole thing, my parents are just not sure they're still going. And I know this is like five weeks away, five, six weeks away, but They're not sure. And in the past 24 hours, I've really been thinking like, should I keep Dawson with my parents? Because which they've offered and they'd love to do. Or in like that way, Jared and I can go on a vacation. The two of us, like five days in Italy. We wouldn't make it seven in this case, but like five days in Italy with me, him, my like future brother-in-law and my sister and just like have like a whimsical little experience like we probably need that. We we did it in June and it was so nice, like so good for our relationship. And now I'm feeling like this could be really nice if we left him alone. But then we have this weird. Then of course we have the get the parent guilt, and then we miss him a lot, especially those first couple of days. Like you have like a little bit of separation anxiety, and then we settled in on our first little vacation. 
What do you think we should do? I think you and Jared need to go. I think you and Jared need to go. I think you need to give your dad. I mean, your dad is asking for time at home. I know he probably lo- would love to go to Italy with you all. I know. Isn't it stupid? My dad like doesn't want to go to Italy. <laughs> uh, I, I get it. He has a stressful job. He doesn't get to be home and decompress probably very often because he's on call and because he's dealing with people's yeah. lives and their health. I think you give him what he wants. You give him that free excuse where he doesn't have to feel guilty for not going. And then you and Jared go have an incredible time together because you are the two most important people in your, in each other's lives. You're obviously Dawson is extremely important, but if, if you and Jared don't have a healthy functioning relationship, it's not going to be to the benefit of Dawson. So you gotta, you gotta keep investing into that when the opportunities arise you're great parents. You're around a lot. It's not like Dawson's ever going to feel neglected or pushed yeah. aside. Um, so I think you two need to go because I, I will. I will say it was something that helped me as I got older. When my parents would say, hey, you're going over here. Like, we need to do our thing. Um, as you know, now I can move to Denver thousands of miles away from them. Still talk to them often. Still see them often. But I don't have that like, oh my gosh, I have to be home kind of feeling. And I never really have. And that's made allowed me to have a lot of freedom in life uh, that I appreciate. So that's my well, two you. cents. My two thank cents are- Thank you for the feedback. Yeah, you got to go have fun. Hey, uh, Ashley, you mentioned right before we got on the podcast that you have a lot to talk about when it comes to this last episode. I have a lot to talk about when it comes to this last episode. So let's talk about it right after we take a second and have a little break. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy, <laughs> ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. 
Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Collie Power. <laughs> Collie Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Collie Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Collie Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Collie Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Collie Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power. Crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Devaya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. All right, Ashley, it's time for Bachelor Headlines. Listeners, listen up. Amanda Seyfried reveals her favorite reality show, Guilty Pleasure. This according to Parade. This was uh, a uh, it was a video interview that I've been tagged in a few times. Ashley, big fan. I'm a big fan of Amanda Seyfried. So take it away. Well, I kind of have a little background knowledge on this headline, but I'm going to read like the quotes first. 
Amanda Seyfried was on the Jess Cage show on Sirius XM this week, and she said that she like loves the authenticity of the show. She particularly like likes Gabby. She thinks she's very um, self-reflective, self-confident. She goes, yeah, she has her issues. We all do. But she expresses herself in a way, articulates in her, uh, articulates herself in a way that she really appreciates. Um, I don't know if Amanda has come out publicly about her bachelor love before, because I was actually talking to a guest that we have on later in the episode executive producer all-star alon gale mr officiant at my wedding and he told me years ago that amanda kept her fandom a little bit on the dl but now she's obviously talking about it and i knew that she was a fan not just from alon but because I met her at the Harry Styles concert in, I guess it was to December 2019, I think. And we were in LA. I, I knew from Milan that she was a fan and she was standing right in front of me at the concert. And I tapped her on the shoulder. I go, hey. And she goes, oh my gosh, Ashley, I, I am such a fan. She was she said the kindest things to me. It was my favorite celebrity fan encounter. Like, truly, she was the warmest, the kindest. And it stuck. It's the, it's the one celebrity encounter of, like, the Bachelor fans that are celebrities that I will remember forever. Mm. And she, um, she, she apparently listens to our podcast. That was that was it. That was it, Ben. She listens to our podcast. It's a big deal. She said, I listened to your podcast. And I had been told by Alon that she was a listener. And then she like confirmed it there with me. And I was like, oh my God. That is too cool. Um, and then in this interview that she did with Sirius XM, she was questioned about who from the franchise she would date. And she said, no, no one before hesitating and admitting, I would say Ben. Ben's the only one. When I met Ben, I was like, I really, really appreciate you. I don't know what it is. I just there's there's no one I can think of going out on a date with none of them except for freaking Ben Higgins. I just added that freaking Ben Higgins line, but. How cool. That's sweet. She's a, it was just a sweet human. Talented, beautiful, sweet. Uh, I, I mean, that's just a nice thing to say. She didn't need to say that, but she said it. Um, so, you know, we watch her movies. She listens to our podcast. You know, she scratches our back. We scratch hers. Just a nice little circle of friendship here. Uh, but, yes, it's always fun to hear you know, what celebrities are out there that are actually tuning into the show. I did know she was a fan of the show. I think Alon might have mentioned it, you know, years ago to me as well. Uh, but just really awesome. So thanks for the uh, thanks for the confidence boost, Amanda. That means a lot to me <laughs> today. I needed that. I, you know, it never hurts to have a little, you know, gusto in your step as you walk out the door. Well, uh, on to other headlines. This is about a Bachelor Nation alumni who just got engaged bachelor nations madison pruitt engaged to grant michael trout this according to e you guys all saw the instagram pictures i'm sure she was in a stunning dress and she says in the caption or in her stories or like in a following post or whatever she was like this is the dress that i wanted to wear for my engagement i was like excuse me what how do you know the day to wear it so apparently 
she did kind of know it was coming, at least in the moment, because yeah. she had her mom and sister meet her in this bathroom at this hotel. And her fiance, Grant, I think was not supposed to be in town this day. And then he ended up showing up and then they're in the bathroom with her, getting her all ready for like a moment that like she's going to go and enter the beach. Very bachelor-esque style, right? Yeah. And they had the dress with them and said, put this on. So then, you know, she walks out to the beach. And she's pretty much convinced that she that he's going to get down on one knee. And she says that the moment, or he, Grant, was worth the wait. That was her Instagram caption. But listen, a lot. she's getting a lot of hate for this because she's like 26 or 27. And uh, they're like, wow, worth the wait? Girl, you're so young. <laughs> yeah. I get it. I get it. Well, you know, it's also, I, I proposed to my wife who is from a similar area to, to Maddie, right? Uh, down South. And at this, yeah. a lot of Jessica's friends were already married when I proposed to her. It's just a different, you know, matters where you live in the country, I think, uh, where it, maybe it's, it's more likely you get married at a young age or you don't. I mean, I've said it before. I was 30 years old. Actually, let's go back. When I was on The Bachelor at 26, mm-hmm. 25 and 26. Yeah. I was one of three of my friends who were either not married or in a relationship that led to their marriage. So yeah. it's just different, I think, from the Midwest and the South. It's just different different age groups. Uh, I don't know if I shared this yet with you, Ashley. If I did, just tell me to be quiet. But uh, Jessica, my wife, spent some time at a farm in uh, Tennessee. Have I shared this with you yet? No. I don't think. Uh, about two, a week and a half ago, and Maddie and Hannah Brown were there, were there with her. It was kind of like a getaway oh. trip uh, at uh, Boots Ranch, uh, Boots Farms, I think it's actually called, in Chattanooga, uh, Tennessee. And Jessica left that trip and said, wow, like Maddie is amazing. Like she had a blast. And now I think they like text and like voice message each other. Jessica really just enjoyed her time with Maddie and her sister and her friends. So, um, I, you know, that's all I, I've never met Maddie in person, but I, that's all I know. And, and Jessica just had really great things to say about her. Well, that's great. This story continues because she was on Amazon live with Grant a couple of days after the proposal in which she said that day that he proposed literally changed our lives. I know that some people think that being together just eight months before getting engaged is short, but she goes, honestly, when you know, you know, and something that we have made a commitment to do is to pursue purity and wait till marriage, you know, to have sex. And um, because of that, we're not trying to have a super long engagement. And so because of that, we're like, let's wrap this up. How quickly can we go? How quickly can we get down the aisle? How do you feel about that? (laughs) You guys waited a long time after your engagement. You know, it is very much a, an individual, you know, kind of relational decision. Jessica and I obviously had gone down two different paths in life, but as we met, we thought it was important for us and we thought it was at the best, it was the healthiest for us to wait. For Maddie and uh, Grant, I I know uh, a lot of people had very strong opinions on what was right and what wasn't. I just don't know if you can make that judgment call. Like, I don't know if there's a right or wrong way to go about it. I think there's things that you, I mean, I, I just think there's a healthiest way to go about it. And that's whatever is best for the two of you. Whatever you decide will bring you the most joy and peace and, you know, prosperity long term. So I support it. 
uh, not easy. I will say I'm always a little bit like cautious and I don't think they fall in this category, but when you're in like the church realm, a lot of people get married really young, like in college, uh, because they just want to have sex. And like, I always am like, Oh, that might be not the best reason here. Like you might want to make sure like you have some other things going on in in your relationship than just that. But I don't think they fall into that category. I just think this is what they decided. But yeah, that you hear that a lot too. And I think people kind of from the outside mix that up where they're like thinking that you're only getting married so that you can have sex. And it's like, well, if that's, Mm -hmm. you know, you know, we, I have a whole different opinion on that. Anyways. Hey, uh, bachelor at Bennett Jordan engaged to yoga teacher, Emily Chin. This is his Instagram announcement of it. He goes, we have a one in 400. Oh, wow. Don't, don't mongle. Don't boggle my mind like this, Bennett. We have a one in 400 trillion chance of being born. And we are two of 8 billion people in this world. I can only thank God for bringing us together and promise to go on an adventure of a lifetime with you. Thank you for making me the luckiest man alive at Emily Chen. Uh, They got engaged. Ah, they got engaged on the 30th of June. And they're just now talking about it. I feel like he did not finish his, whatever point he was making, I mean, it's it's a sweet point, but he did not finish the equation because if you have (laughs) one in 400 trillion chance of being born and you're two of 8 billion people in this world, then the percentage of chances that you would actually meet this person are, oh man, that's too many zeros for me to do. So you want to figure out how many people we meet in our lifetimes? Yeah, well, yes, and that you would meet okay. the, that exact person. I feel like that's where he was trying to go with that. I would like to see him finish that equation a little bit more. Uh, but <laughs> either way, very sweet message, very happy for him. Uh, another engagement in Bachelor Nation. You might remember Bennett Jordan. What season was he on? Who was his bachelorette? He was on um, Tasha season. Tasha season, okay, that makes sense. Yeah, he had a big uh, kind of uh, a little bit of a controversy or – uh, arguments uh, during that season with Noah with Noah yeah. yeah that was a, that was an interesting one to watch there's that gift kind of thing given I remember that that was weird uh, hey uh, on from bachelor engagements to bachelor breakups now I know we have a lot of Tyler Cameron fans out there we're Tyler Cameron fans he fans he came on the podcast he was very nice uh, very easy to talk to I enjoyed my conversation I will I enjoyed make, listening to your conversation. Yeah. I but loved I will, your conversation. I will make this comment. I feel like I'm giving a lot of Tyler Cameron like breakup uh, relationship <laughs> news like recently. Like I can't keep track of this. This is where I fall short. So Tyler, if you could do us a favor here at the Almost Famous Podcast, um, sl- you know, slow down or simplify this a little bit for me. I cannot wait till one day he does get, does get engaged and somebody posts the Tyler Cameron rela- like relationship timeline uh because then i think people will agree with me like yeah it's gotta be hard to cover anyways tyler cameron reveals page lorenz split weeks after going public with relationship the quote is we had to take a step back now ashley you might be able to fill in some gaps for me i did see that tyler said this during an interview and you can break that down but then page has now responded on instagram or something on a comment saying Yeah, like she didn't know he was talking about it, but they did split. So she has confirmed it as well. 
Oh, okay. Well, yeah, he was on Daily Pop and he told Lonnie Love, who loves him, uh, that they are not dating anymore. He said, we're, <laughs> he put it so funny. Like he didn't want to say it so bluntly. He goes, it wasn't the right timing. We're back to, you know, not dating anymore. <laughs> Just doing um, our own thing right now. We have a bunch of respect and love for each other. Uh, it's just not the right time for both of us right now. He goes, and I had to break the news to you, Lonnie. Um, so she, he confirms that he's absolutely single again. Now, listen, you're right. We, we've had a Tyler Kim in roller coaster. It was, is he or is he not with Hannah Brown? Then there was the whole Gigi thing. And then there was his last girlfriend, which I feel like they broke up uh, like not that long ago, right? It was just a matter of months. And then he started dating Paige. Now, listen, at least we know he is a relationship man, as he's claimed on the show. And he could not be a relationship man. He's he could have a, a different lady every night if he if he pleased. But he he's a relationship guy, which is very nice. Um, <laughs> I think it's very nice. Okay, now listen. I find the timing here a little suspect. They. I'm also just creating drama for myself right now because we so all know. Yeah. I don't know if you guys know. I made it a big deal last night at Audrey's. We did a Q and A. And somebody asked, like, who do you want to be the next Bachelor? And I very passionately said that I wanted to be Tyler Cameron. I want this show to do anything to get Tyler Cameron to be the Bachelor because I want these ratings coming up. I want people who don't normally watch the show to watch this show. And I think he's the man that can do this job. Now... I'm making up drama here by saying the timing is a little suspect just because like they did just announce a relationship. Why would you go public with a relationship that you weren't super sure it was going to, you know, stand the test of a, a month? <laughs> uh, so I'm thinking, what if ABC's talking to him right now and they're doing everything they can, can do to convince him to become The Bachelor? And he was like, all right, you know what? I'm not this girl I like, um, but she's not my wife and I'm not going to give up this opportunity of all the things that they could possibly be giving me um, no for a girl shot. that's not my wife. You're crazy. <laughs> no shot. There's no way. There's no shot. I, I will say, though, that would help the show. You know who else would help, help the show? It needs to be stunt casted. It needs to be like a celebrity. And I think that Tyler is, is somewhere in between. Okay, fine. Pete Davidson. Another, you think that Pete Davidson is going to become The Bachelor before Tyler's going to become The Bachelor? You think that's more realistic? Oh, I don't think either of them are happening, Ashley. I think we just got to throw up a white flag, but I think Either that... one, bring it on. Feed me, pour it into my Let's veins. bring them both on. Come on, they did it this year. Let's, <laughs> let's have them co-do co this thing and see how it goes. <laughs> bring in a Kardashian just to be a part of the cast. Now that is truly never happening. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, more uh, sad news in Bachelor Nation. Jacqueline Trumbull addresses decision to call off wedding to Paul Selly due to irresolvable incompatibilities. This is according to Us Weekly. That sounds like a different way of seeing irreconcilable differences. Those are just two two yeah. similes for irreconcilable differences, yeah, like which we hear it. often on, on divorce papers. Um, okay, so if you guys remember, Jacqueline was on our podcast in the fall, and she was talking about her wedding to Paul, who she met uh, while at school, and I think she's getting her doctorate. 
I'm sorry if I don't remember exactly what she's getting, but it's a high level degree. And Paul was, again, not 100% sure, either her teacher or the TA, which I thought was very um, juicy. Um, but I guess they had irresolv- irresolvable incompatibilities, and th- she called off the wedding seemingly very close to the actual wedding because she kept the whole trip to Portugal in which they were going to get married. And she, instead of getting married to Paul there, had a whole bunch of family and friends come out and they enjoyed a big trip together. She says, a deep thank you to my wonderful friends and family and even my advisor for coming out to Portugal, even though I chose not to get married and end my relationship. Almost all of my wedding guests came out and showered me with love and support. It was such an incredibly moving week and I'll never forget the kindness of my friends during such a difficult time. It was uh, beautiful to see these people who I've known separately throughout my life fall in love with each other. It's kind of, isn't, doesn't like Dirks Bentley have a song like drunk on a plane? Get in drunk on a plane. This is getting drunk on a plane. That's what I would do. Yeah, that's what but I would that, do. But in, but in getting drunk on a plane, I feel like he was like totally dropped at the altar. I feel like Jacqueline, I'm also just making up drama here. I feel like she may have been the one to call this off. Well, yeah, I don't think you have the, I don't think you go to Portugal unless you were the one making this decision. That would just be my guess. Maybe, maybe we're wrong, but we can have it back on to talk about it. Well, this sounds very under the Tuscan sun as well. (laughs) Well, it does. Yeah, you're right. Uh, Former bachelorette Michelle Young says she's happier. Yes, this is a quote, happier after Nate split this according to people. So this is not her um, only Instagram post, post split from Nate, but it is the first one we got where she like kind of like updated people on her state of being. And it's a whole bunch of single pictures of her with um, the song Good Vibes playing and her uh, caption reads, happier. Just one word caption, happier. Um, And Jesse Palmer responded and says, happy looks good on you. So I hope she's feeling better since we last spoke to her. But, you know, this is a big relationship, big ending. And um, I know it's going to take time for her to truly, you know, start feeling much better. But I hope that she's taking a huge step forward now. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, 
kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson yards in New York city Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Collie Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collie Power, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Deviadaris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did 
what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Well, that's all the Bachelor headlines we have for you today. It's time, Ashley, to break down the latest episode of The Bachelorette with Rachel and Gabby as our Bachelorettes. Ashley, they arrive in Bruges, Belgium. Never even heard of this place, had you? No, Bruges. Nope. Never heard of it. Well, uh, we haven't got to really dig in. I know last week when we were in Tahoe, you broke down the episode with Trista Sutter uh, but I have, I, I'm sure you spoke about it, but I just want to comment again how wild it is to me. I, I told Jessica this last night, uh, that they're cruising around on a legitimate cruise ship with, <laughs> I mean, I know that there's a lot of people that work on the show. So they say there's a hundred people that work on the show. And at this point there's, you know, close to 20 cast members and then, so that's like 120 people on a legitimately massive cruise ship cruising around Europe. I think this would be awesome. The coolest. So Tristan and I did talk last week about how like I'm a huge cruiser. Yeah. And this is thrilling to me. This would be the coolest way to do the Bachelorette. This ship probably has at least 2,500 passengers and like... yeah. But it, probably close to a thousand crew, and that's me totally lowballing the numbers. It is a Virgin ship, and Virgin is a new cruise line. Like, there, this is their first time getting into cruising, so I can understand them liking the press on this. But it still seems like a huge get. It it's awesome. I mean, really, really incredible. And hey, you know what? I think it's working for the show. I don't know if we fully always understand that they're on a cruise ship as like people are filming and uh, as you know, the, the conversations are existing, but I think it'd be a really fun way to do the show. I hope they can do it all the time. And the cruise ship looks awesome. It's showing off really well um, for, for everybody involved. And I like it. I like it for this reason because like night dates when the cruise ship's probably having to move locations you're within 10 minutes of your room, which sometimes on night dates, you'd be like an hour and a half from the place that you're staying. Love wh- it. Which just makes for later nights. Well, Ashley, before we break down the episode, uh, as we do every week, the ratings report has just came out as of 40 minutes ago. Uh, ABC does top the evening, The Bachelorette. Um, number one for the night with 3.06 million viewers. I believe that is the most viewers they've had uh, yet I I think actually I, I can almost confirm that because I feel like they're in the two millions for the last couple of weeks. Um, got a point seven rating. Uh, in the eighteen to forty nine viewership, which is you know obviously the one that is most important. It topped uh NBC and Fox, who both got point three each. So, the Bachelorette showed up last night. People tuned in. Yeah, but guess what? What? It was probably the worst episode for people to turn into because I don't think that that episode is going to get anybody hooked. That episode, and I liked last week's episode. You guys can go and listen to the recap with Trista last week. Like, I was passionate. Yeah. Yo, I have nothing to say about this one. (laughs) 
Well, this guy, it took me forever to get through this episode. I kept pressing pause and pause yeah. and pause. I was not captivated. I know. Well, let's still break it down and see why you weren't captivated. Oh, yeah. I, I have why. a few thoughts. Uh, we're going to break it down in order from the start to the finish. Uh, Avon got the one-on-one. We know that's happening. The date card has Tino, Zach, Meatball, Ethan, Tyler, Logan uh, in it. But we also we also have the storyline of Logan kind of you know going over to Gabby's side. Rachel at this point, uh, it's hard to grasp through the television. But at the first part of this episode, uh, my wife was watching it with me, which uh, is why she also heard the weird like, uh, and I know who wrote it. So it's funny, it's ridiculous, but these like tags to get people to sign up for the show are ridiculous. Like, hey, you found I out think you? they're kind of funny. Well, I know. I think they're good, I, but they're I ridiculous. They're they like throw me off every time. <laughs> like I'm kind of now excited to hear what weirdness they come up with next. But she's like, what did they just say? If you're dating your cousin, like who? What? Uh, anyways, um, the Logan storyline and Rachel just being like really down. And we talked about it a few weeks ago, how this show can either really help your confidence or really hurt your confidence quickly as the lead. I feel like at this point, like if, if we were to sit Rachel down in that moment, like her confidence is shot and I get why I don't think it should be. I think she is beautiful. I think she's really great. I think she's going to find somebody here. that is going to be a great cast for her still, but I get why she's just struggling. And I think it's fair. I mean, she's getting a raw into this deal. She certainly is. They, you know, and, and I don't want to bring it up again, but they were all like, we're not going to pit them against each other. And like, yeah, they didn't directly pit the girls against each other. But like in having guys sort of choose, you kind of putting them, you, you're putting their ego at risk. Is it an ego at this point, though? Is that the right word? No, like to call it's it not ego. ego. No. I think no. you. I think you have to actually go to like, like. I feel like somebody with the like the most humble, uh, most caring, most giving uh, person who has no ego would still be hurt in this moment. She just got rejected when they were back at the mansion okay. by multiple people. Then she shows up feeling confident in her group. I don't know if you could consider Logan a front runner, but he's. He is definitely a, a like a, a a player in this. Like he actually like he could be a somebody for one of these women, and then he comes in after she's just kind of back and settled in, and does this. Now the question I have for you and to the listeners was Logan wrong at, in doing this? Like did he? should he have just left the show or was he right in communicating this when he did and also then moving over to Gabby's side? Okay. So first I want to say, like I said the word ego and I now know the better way of saying it, put the girls in a position specifically in the past couple cases, Rachel putting her in the position to be hurt. Yeah. So that's Fair. what sucks. Now, but I, okay. Do I, I don't, yeah. I agree with everything you're saying. I just want to play devil's advocate to bring in a point. Okay, please do. I had somebody on my, well, really two people during my time as the bachelor leave as well, like on their own accord. Yeah. So yeah. 
I will say no matter if there is two or one, and, I, and I'm saying this because I'm hoping Rachel doesn't feel like she's alone by this happening to her. I think it can still happen. Now, it's different when the guy just is like, hey, I like that other person more. I think that adds an element that isn't fun to see and kind of, and hurts probably worse. But it could still happen in, in, at some level with one bachelorette or bachelor or two bachelorettes or bachelor. Now, with Paradise, you're always in the position of being hurt. Mm. And you're always in the position of possibly being rejected. Like at any moment, yeah. somebody can come down the stairs and you can be rejected. But it is different. We're supposed we're supposed to feel like we need to protect the lead a little bit more from rejection. Yeah. Okay. So your question was, what did, did was Logan, Logan wrong? What was, did he did he make like is he is this a villain type moment for Logan or not? I don't think it's a villain type moment. I also don't think he has like a villainous bone in his body. Okay. They never even played scary music behind it, him. Yeah. Like, I don't even think he was ever supposed to be like looked at like a villain. Um, I do think that maybe he could have been, I mean, if we could go back, he could have been a little bit more upfront. He could have probably, when they were like drafting teams, been been like, uh, can I talk to you for a minute? Yeah. I'm really, I'm really between you guys. I really kind of want to explore both options. That, I don't know how it would have gone over. It probably wouldn't have gone over good for him then. No, I don't uh, think it would have gone and over. I, and and well. he, he definitely wanted to to do this last week. But he did, the, I guess like the only thing that he really did that's questionable is accepting Rachel's rose last week and not pulling her aside before he accepted that. Yeah. Well, I mean, the, yes. I think it would be really hard to say what he said. I don't think he did it perfectly. I don't know if there is a perfect moment. I also think that Rachel had every right to be really sad. I mean, I'm, I'm not yeah. giving her permission. To be sad. I just, I can feel, I felt for her in that moment. Like, I was like, I'd be bummed. Like, I'd be torn up if this was, if I was in Rachel's position. No wonder she's crying. I'd be crying. I'd be confused. I'd be wanting to go home. Uh but Logan does. I mean, that's what happens. Logan tells her. Um, she says, okay. And he goes and talks to Gabby. Well, Rachel actually talks to Gabby. Gabby then allows Logan to come onto her side. So Logan is now there. He's a part of Gabby's group, which leads us to Rachel's group date, which is canceled at this point. Obviously, the boys are confused and upset about not having this group date. Ashley, um, I wish I would have known I could have canceled group dates. <laughs> You're like, I could have used the rest. Yeah, the rest would have been nice. So it is nice that she gets this time to like regroup. But then she does meet up with the guys at the after party. Break that down for us. Well, she seems to be in much better spirits at this point. Hopefully mm -hmm. she's realizing that Logan and her weren't going to end up together. That's yeah. why this whole episode is kind of blah to me because most of the storyline, if we'd have, what's her name? A bachelor, what's her, what's her name? Who she breaks down the bachelor stats? Bachelor data. Bachelor data. She would show us that Logan gets more screen time than anyone. Uh, well, than any of the guys in this episode. And he just, he's not going to end up with either of them. That's yeah. why this is so not compelling to me. It's because he wasn't a front runner who decided to go back and forth. Okay, so Rachel and Gabby have a talk before she goes into the, her nighttime portion of the group date. And 
they're cool. You know, they they really do see like eye to eye, and it's it's nice that there's no drama between them. Um, and then she goes in and she gets to talk to Ethan, and she talks to Tino. She, she talks to. Let um, me pause you here for a second. Here's something really <laughs> interesting about Ethan that I found out last night. Ethan was on Bachelor Live on stage, and I could not. I did not remember that. <laughs> He was a bachelor. No way. Yeah, he was a bachelor when I did it in Seattle. So I, I kind of always felt like I recognized him, but I never made the connection. And then son of a gun posted on Instagram. Okay. Uh, that's really cool. Then Tino um, basically said, like the, the Tino moment, it always stands out to me. This is, this is the storyline I care about the most. Everybody knows this. <clears throat> He says that um, it doesn't sit well that she had to cancel the party. I mean, cancel the daytime portion of the group date and that um, she's obviously so sad. Like he hates this. And he says this was just big, huge. He says, I see Rachel as my person. Um, and today they lost memories that they could have had together. And her canceling the group date during the day, made him feel unseen. He feels like their relationship is where they can talk about stuff like this. So I felt like last week, or was it two weeks ago? Last week, I think. Um, yeah, they had the one-on-one, -on -one and I was like, look, I need to know more about Tino's personality because I like think that he's swoony, but I don't know if like we know him yet. And now like we see him, like he's taking charge. Like he's like, no, 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 like I'm serious about this. Do you, you well, I mean, I think Tino is definitely a front runner. It's interesting, Ashley. Uh, Tino is probably, I would say at this point, him and Avon uh, are two of the most known people on this cast, right? Both on Rachel's side. Oh, they're all on Rachel's side to me. Like, that's but, why I'm more interested in Rachel's storyline. But Tino... And I, this is just a, a weird thing. He only has 20,000 followers on Instagram, which is a lot, right? Still. But most time when you have a frontrunner and a cast, they are upwards of 100, 125,000. I'm, I'm just wondering if that's part of the, the signs of the engagement from the show this year. It's just interesting to me that I just looked that up because I wanted to see, like, are people jumping on with Tino's story? And I think they are. But as I looked up Tino's name, there's some comments there that people were asking, did Tino make that about himself too much? Like, did he? Uh, I'm so glad you said that. That was okay, my next so comment. Okay, so what are your thoughts? Okay, so yes, I think that we saw Tino come into his own and that we, he showed like passion in that moment. But to me, it was a little bit of questionable passion because a part of me who's been rooting for him, mostly because like he seems like this like sexy leading man, Made, it made, he made me feel like, oh no, is he just trying to win this? Is this a competition thing for him? Yeah. That crossed my mind for the, like, that crossed my mind. Well, I tried to, to block it out and say, no, 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 but it was there. Yeah, I mean, it has to. That's the question you ask every front runner is, you know, what's their intentions here? And But I do think he's he's very into Rachel. I do feel like their chemistry together is 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 very good. Um, I, I would have to put him as the front runner at this point. But, I mean, if we speed this up a bit, Rachel has her group date. Um, you know, obviously, Tino gets the the rose, which makes everybody there kind of, I would say, 
I'd say it's always hard when somebody has a one-on-one and then the next week they get a, a group day rose. Uh, you just kind of feel yeah. like, wow, is everybody else just watching this relationship mm-hmm. unfold? And uh, do I matter at all in this? I mean, mm-hmm. I do know that's a feeling that comes about. Uh, so Tino's definitely the front runner. But I'm telling you, for as high uh, as we all are on Tino, and for as much as we think Rachel and Tino have a connection, no matter how that conversation went down, and at this point, we have no a reason to really question Tino's intentions. I think Avon might be the sneaky pick here because I feel like he's consistent. I feel like they have something special. I feel like he's kind of just like navigating this process quietly. Uh, his emotions are, are fairly kept in most of the time when it comes to Rachel, but I know he's into her. I I feel like Avon might, I mean, Yes, Tino seems like the guy that we're all going to be like, of course, they're going to get together. I think Tino, uh, Avon might be that guy that sneaks through. Okay, totally down. Avon moves up to my second place for her right now after this one-on-one that they have. It's really cute. It's really light, of course, during the day. They go to a chocolate store. Um, they're in a horse and carriage. The, he talks about his mom. We didn't get like a lot of deets, um, but his childhood, we find out that he grew up mostly with his dad and he didn't really have a close relationship with his mom until he got older. <clears throat> he gives Rachel a cute little rubber brand, a rubber bracelet for good luck that, um, that was, you know, his, that is his mom's. And it's just nice and easy breezy, you know, just nice, easy breezy day. And I really like his vibes and his energy and he's very cute. And, uh, I'm feeling him more than Zach. So I think Zach was our runner up for Rachel for a while. And Zach's, you know, his date was great a couple of weeks ago, but for some reason I feel like he's slipping. Yeah. Well, we haven't seen a lot of them, but I agree with that. Uh, I don't know if we will see anything more from Zach because these two, Avon and Tino, kind of feel as we get down to just a few on each side as the front runners. Ashley, I wonder this. I'm just going to throw this out there. Do you think any of these guys are sitting there seeing Tino get the first or the one on one, then the group date rose? Avon obviously getting the one on one, seeing those connections build. Do you think any of those guys around there are going, wow? I don't know if I have a chance with Rachel anymore. I think she's pretty focused. And in their heads, they're thinking, I wonder if I, you know, because Gabby feels a lot more uh, open right now. There's not like a clear front runner in my mind. Do you think any of them are going, maybe we just like move over to see if that could work too? Like, do you think they're thinking that now after like the Logan scenario? Not at this point. They're okay. just too far. They're too far in. Too far in. So that's not going to happen. Yeah. I don't think they're thinking that. Okay. So Avon's one-on-one with Rachel goes really well. Uh, nothing, you know, um, n- nothing more or less than I think their connection is strong. They opened up to each other. They share their stories. Uh, and <clears throat> I feel like Avon does move up to that second position if we're ranking them. Uh, I love to rank. <laughs> eh, we have to. Come on. Well, that moves us to Gabby. Gabby has a one-on-one date with Johnny. I, what were you going to say? Well, we finally see Johnny. He's yeah, been hanging around for a while. Yeah, and, and now we, we get his, now we're seeing him and I like him. He's cool. Uh, they have a good vibe. 
it's, you know, what's interesting is like the big, their big conversation here is about anxiety and depression, which is similar to the conversation sort of kind of that she had last week with um, Jason. And we know that this is something that she's definitely dealt with. So it's a way of her to connect with these guys. Uh, He says, this is very interesting, that he's the least confident person ever and he's very hard on himself. And what I kept pondering, what does this mean? What does this mean? He says every time he gets in a relationship, once he starts being himself, the girl gets out. And I'm like, well, Johnny, what? (laughs) Now we got, now is that, is, is, I want to know, is this a, is this a weird red flag? No, I think it's a legitimate insecurity. And and I, I'm sure there's it's more nuanced than that. In his mind, he's creating that narrative, right? You can get into like psychoanalysis here and seeing okay. like kind of how you see yourself and how you see others see you. And so this is a narrative at some level he's creating. Not and it's not um diminishing his story. I'm not making it not legitimate, but it you know, yes, he sees it this way. Some people might have met him and said, hey, I don't think we're a good match based on who we are as people. Um, But the every time thing, you know, one of the things you have to learn when you go through therapy is to work through that so that you see yourself in a light that is that is worthy of being loved and loving somebody else. So he's going to have to work through that. And the cool part is when you can do that with your partner, somebody that says, I'm going to love you like I'm not leaving you. Maybe that's Gabby. Maybe it's not. I don't know yet. Um, but it was good to see him open up. It makes more sense now why he is more reserved, why we haven't seen much from him uh, up until this point. So it's good to get those, to, you know, those type of people on one-on-ones because now they start making yeah. sense to us. We get to hear their story yeah. and hear their human experience, which isn't ever like simple and which isn't ever just purely like pretty. There's everybody has stuff. So it's, yeah. you know, it's one of the, my favorite parts of the show is, is understanding that, yeah, everybody has a little stuff. Well, Ashley, that one-on-one date goes well. They obviously have something they're going to build on. Um, They have something that's going to take them in the future. Uh, And really the most uh, important thing to talk about from this point is not the cocktail party. It is the rose ceremony um, because they kind of just fly through the cocktail party, it feels like, Mm -hmm. during this episode. So the rose ceremony comes up. Um, the people, and this is where I want to talk about this as we close out here. The people that go home are meatball, Mario and Michael. Now I never got to see Michael and we only knew of meatball because all season they called him meatball, which just feels like he never stood a chance. Never stood a chance. He was so lucky to get as far as he did. Not only did he get accepted back in by Rachel, but he also got a rose last week. Yeah. So good for Meatball for making it this far. Exactly. Like he he way, way overdid where I thought Meatball was going to go. I thought he was a night oneer. Um, and th- I mean, geez, the poor guy. Like they called him Meatball. I mean, just ridiculous. I think he liked it. Yeah. Well, he, he likes having a memorable. He nickname. can definitely get don't, an endorsement don't on it lie. now. Yeah, he can. Don't. I mean, if he's smart, he's calling every Meatball shop in the country saying, "Pay me." to post about your store or do a meatball tour, tasting meatballs around the world. I think meatball has something going on for him. Huge business. The shocking piece here, Ashley, is that Mario goes home. Now, we we saw Mario get the first impression. We haven't seen much of Mario since. 
And I thought it was because he was such a front runner that we were going to kind of hide him, you know, for a bit. But like, what happened? We have no clue. Like, what, what, where things went wrong? We have no piece of Mario's story. And he was the first impression rose getter. Didn't Abigail get Matt's first impression rose? And we kept saying, where's Abigail? Where's yeah. Abigail? We want more Abigail. It's like the exact same thing with Mario. Yeah. It was really weird that we never got to see more of why it didn't go beyond the first night. You know? Yeah. And we never got to see the fact that um, there was some sort of, not fight over Mario, but Rachel definitely showed interest in him. Yeah, I know. It, it, and but uh, but all of a sudden he's not desired by either one of them. Really, it's a bummer. It's a bummer. Uh, but I saw it coming when yeah. you saw the rest of the guys standing there. You're like, ah, yeah, Mario's gone. Or definitely Logan's gonna be. Logan's going to get the rose. Once you saw the um, cocktail party interaction when yeah. Mario was like, hey, look, I'm wearing my first impression suit. And she's like laughing, but it's not romantic. Yeah. And then we see with Logan, she slaps him with a fish and then she kisses him with fish face. That's that's love. That's love. That's, that's attraction. Yeah. Uh, it's too bad. I thought Mario was going to be around, but I have a feeling we'll be seeing him in paradise. We got to see him in paradise. He feels like a good paradise contestant. And very desirable in paradise well that uh to close out this episode um the preview for next week uh some interesting things that we should pay attention to zach tells rachel he is falling in love with her rachel tells avon everything she asked for he embodies okay some big rachel headlines there and then we go to gabby gabby tells eric she has always wanted to be with someone like him gabby feels her dreams are coming true now here is the interesting part of the preview we see jesse bring up a situation with logan who you had mentioned did not get really a villain musical edit uh in his moments but we see jesse bring up a situation with logan and then jesse tells logan to pack his bags and logan does that it's something to pay attention to for the future i bet that happens on next episode but if this is something not good for logan then my thought is you should have gone home when you had the chance. Well, that was the episode for this week. I have a little inside knowledge as to what the Logan drama is about. And I think you guys are going to be absolutely um, twisted. You know, like it is not what you expect. That's, that's all I can do. That's all the spoiler I can give. Now, before we leave today, we have a very special interview with somebody that we, we never really thought would be, we'd be able to have on the show. It is one of our very, very good friends, Alon Gale, who is the former executive producer of The Bachelor. He's also the showrunner for um, F-Boy Island and now the showrunner of The One That Got Away. He's also executive producer. You know, he's got his fingers in all of these things. And we also have one of the contestants on The One That Got Away, which is on Prime Video right now. Uh, Vince coming on. So please welcome Alon Gale and Vince. <laughs> Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers 
total game changers. They have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. Because they believe that their product should provide more than just power, they should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely. Available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other. As Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving into your cravings and indulging, but actually your cravings are leading you right where you need to be to Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead, enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas, craving chicken tenders, Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, 
They taste like the foods you crave. Collipower's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcollipower.com to find them in a store near you. Collipower, crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Daris. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did, what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast, and to ask Jeff some questions because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Guys, we have Vince Shuon from The One That Got Away and executive producer Alon Gale. Guys, Alon Gale is also otherwise known in my phone and in my life as my father. He likes to be called um, my father <laughs> because, like, my dad's my dad, but, like, Alon is my father, okay? Like, a guider and a spiritual uh, a spiritual guide in my life. Um, so, hello, father. Hello, Vince. I've got, to, I've got to start this interview off with a question for Alon. Alon, you've now proven that you have can compose, produce, put out three very successful dating shows, F-Boy Island, The One That Got Away, and The Bachelor franchise. You're kind of the mastermind behind Bachelor in Paradise, uh, whether they want to give you credit for that or not. So <laughs> question is... What is it about your personality, about your brain that can accomplish so much in this TV dating realm? Uh, well, Ashley, obviously, it's uh, I'm, I'm happy to be here in an interview with three examples of why I'm able to do anything, which is Ashley and Ben and Vince, who are super open, loving, giving people who I think hadn't had a chance to express themselves to their fullest uh, and found an opportunity and took that opportunity when it comes to their romantic lives. I think that, you know, I think we all talk about how important it is to find the one for us, the one that got away for Vince specifically, but the one, the one for us. And I think that sometimes we don't put ourselves in a position to find it. Uh, and then I think that sometimes uh, when you get lucky, you find a casting notice or somebody refers you to someone or somebody knows someone that knows you and submits your name. And then you find yourself in front of a bunch of people uh, who are interested in your love life in a way your friends can only ever pretend to be. Because <laughs> it's like, it's like how much can you listen to the saying? You have these strangers <laughs> who are interested in you, right? And it's oh, true. It's so fantastic. And, and, you know, Ashley, you love talking about your feelings. And I think that there's, and I, and, and the truth is, I think we all do. I think that's, I think that's the thing. I think a lot, I think we really like talking about our feelings and we don't always have permission. We don't always have interested 
parties. And, you know, when you meet someone, like I, I can tell you, like, I remember the day I met Vince and I was like, oh, like, I've been asking questions about his life and his family. And the answers are uh, honest and you can feel a, a emotion and spirit and passion behind it. And you just go, okay, like I'm interested in this person. And I think just part of it's being like, can we tell, can we help other people realize what's so interesting about this person? Mm. Uh, Cause at the end of the day, like that's all it is. It's just people, right? It's just people. Like everything else is artifice around it. Like whether it's a portal or whether it's a mansplain or whether it's living in, in limbo surrounded by coconuts, all of it, whether, <laughs> Oh my God, Jared! Yeah. I just saw Jared and and a baby. Jared a just baby down the stairs of the baby behind us in, a, in the background. <laughs> That's beautiful. Hi, um, and all that to say, and 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 just to, just to put a finer point on it, uh, Ashley, as an example, like you just had the perfect example of why this all works. Walk behind you, uh, <laughs> with, <laughs> Which is uh, you focused on the thing you wanted. You were kind enough to always let us capture it on camera. And here you are with a tiny baby, Ashley. Um, and I imagine you guys make a lot of the same noises. Sorry, could you say that again? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Siri wants to get in on this conversation. Oh it. my God, Alon, I had myself. He's so dramatic and he cries <laughs> nonstop. Yeah. What would you expect? <laughs> <laughs> well, it's like take you and remove filters. Yeah. And you get a baby. And you get a baby. That's what you get. And you get my co-host. And somehow we still, uh, we're still making this thing work. Uh, Vince. Amazing. Obviously, you do get to work with one of our, our greatest friends, uh, Alon, on this show, the one that got away. One of my favorite things, because, you know, there's new shows that come out. There's new shows that I've never heard about that come out. Uh, I always try to follow Alon and what he's working on because it's just always interesting. But Vince, from your perspective, one, I guess it's a two-part question. I'll just let you have the stage. Why would Alon ask you to come on with him for this podcast? And then why in the world should we watch you on this show? Oh, boy. Well, first off, I didn't even know Alon specifically requested me. Now I feel really special. Thank you, man. That's awesome. Yeah, of course. Um, I feel like, you know, me and Alon kind of have like a really, um, I think a deep understanding of human beings. I think I kind of like, so I saw it during my interview with him. We had like final auditions in LA and that's the first time I actually met him in person, but we had a few zoom type of interviews before. And I could tell that the way Alon kind of like analyzes human beings, I felt like I kind of see humans in the same kind of way. And the way we kind of vibe in that sense, just felt like there was a deeper understanding of what we were doing here. Like we were trying to express like, you know, just like the, the human condition on film and, and trying to, you know, get this expressed and, and everything that we have deep inside and try to show the beautiful sides of it and the messy sides of it and everything. And that's what makes us human. And, you know, I felt like we had always had that kind of connection. Our conversations always, you know, seem very like, like meaningful, very like deep, um, very different from a lot of like surface level conversations you have in the industry. And, I don't, it could also just be my audition with him when I freestyle rapped and I dropped him in my freestyle because I remember during the auditions, like they were, they were asking me about, Oh, what, what's your dating life like? And I told them about this, like one story where I was freestyling in the car 
And I feel like, you know, when you have a girl freestyle, you kind of break them down a little bit, you know, more, uh, they're, they're more vulnerable because they know they're not going to do very well. And then, um, and I started telling them, yeah, I'm, and I freestyle too, you know, but I, I never, uh, it's never good. It's always really trash freestyle, but like, it makes a girl feel more comfortable freestyling after to hear how much I bomb. Right. And then I remember, I think it was Elon or Bill. They were like, well, Vince, why don't you just freestyle right now? And then I remember I just went off the rip during my audition. I was like, all right, I'm just going to freestyle. And I dropped Elon. I was like, I, I forgot what I said. I, I wanted to say uh, my boy Elon has a hair like a Bichon because I remember his hair was like all crazy. And I was like, man, this guy looks like such a character. And I feel like ever since that day, we kind of connected. And I'm really glad that he invited me here because I feel like we're able to have like more of a conversation. I've had a lot of conversations with him offline. But, you know, this time being able to have it together was fantastic. Um I don't know. What, what was the second question? Why should we watch? Uh, I am a quarter Bichon, just to say. <laughs> so I really appreciated you seeing, being able to see that in me. So yeah. thank you. Alon's always, Alon's <laughs> always been lucky that he was blessed with hair. Uh, he hasn't started losing it. And, and I'd say most of the population at his age start to lose some hair and his just continues to grow. <laughs> at his age. At his age. Yeah. I'm going to call you. His <laughs> tender age of 39. <laughs> you're, you're going down, buddy. Um, okay. The second part of this question was, why should we watch his show? I guess I'll give it to both of you to answer uh, from Alon's perspective and also from yours, Vince. Well, from my perspective, I feel like what makes this show so different um, is that it just feels so real because we're com- we're com- we're meeting these people from our past, and they're not necessarily strangers. And I think most shows that we see nowadays, you know, you're paired up with strangers in some type of way. Um, and these these people, you know, we have some history behind it. And there's some context there. So I feel like you know we're only filming for about like five weeks, right? And I think a lot of people they watch these shows and go, like, "Well, how can you really fall in love in five weeks?" And I think this show is so special because there's already a connection there. So these these sparks that are kind of like reignited, I feel like they really lend themselves to to a lot of emotional acceleration. So like like you see me on the show and I end up, you know, opening my heart out and, and I'm just like, I get very committed and I, I fall in love on the show. And I never thought that was possible. And I think because I already had a connection to this person, it just sped things up a lot faster. We already know, you know, our hometowns are the same. Like, you know, we know our, our background. We went to the same school that we're able to have a really good starting point. And I think that's what makes this show so different. And it's, it's I think everyone kind of has that, um, that feeling like, oh, there's maybe the one that got away for them. And, you know, everyone can kind of relate to this premise. And that's something that I always, I, w- I was hoping people would take away from it when they watched it, you know, and it, it's great, you know, television is very entertaining. Uh, but at the end of the day, once you finish it, you would think, okay, who's the one that got away from me? And maybe I can reach out to them and maybe use this show as kind of like the reason for it. Like, hey, have you seen that new show? The one that got away on Amazon Prime? It's like, oh my God, it kind of reminded me of you. Remember when we you know, used to be friends back in middle school or high school? And you know that could spark a connection. You'd be like, oh, you know, maybe we should grab coffee sometime. And that would give people a socially acceptable way to, you know, reconnect with somebody because you don't want to just cold dm someone that you had a crush on 10 years ago like it's kind of creepy right i did that i did a podcast on it once i called (laughs) a boy i hadn't talked to in like six or seven years and i was like hey confession time I had a big crush on you. Did you know that? And we did it all live on air. I have never been so nervous, even of all the times I was on The Bachelor. 
what oh what what, th- what happened I, I missed that one. So you have to, you have to tell me. What, <laughs> it was what back happened. when I was obviously single. Um, and he was like, yeah. I should hope I, so, Ashley. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he, I told him, I was like, hey, we're just doing like a little nostalgic thing. We're talking to people from like college and grad school and stuff. So if you come on and talk about like our time in grad school. And now he's actually one of the lead anchors on Good Morning America weekend. <laughs> so Trevor Alt, uh, you guys can look him up. Yeah, he's a big deal. Um, and I was so awkward and so nervous. And he was like, yeah, I think I, I kind of knew that you had a crush on me. And I was like, well, I kind of thought that you had like kind of maybe like a little interest. And, and he was like, um... I don't know. <laughs> Literally, like <laughs> apparently he had zero interest. I was like, Nothing. this is revisionist history, sir. Revisionist history. We had there was there was something there. <laughs> Wait, why did you think there was something there? Do you remember why? Oh you my thought god, there was I'm, being, there? I'm being produced now. <laughs> was there a moment? Uh, there was multiple moments. See, he had a girlfriend. He had a girlfriend the entire time. Got he it. ended up breaking up with his girlfriend. Um, literally a matter of, I think it was a week after grad school. So like there was no move ever made because he was living with his girlfriend, but you could tell like they were on the rocks. He wasn't interested anymore. So the, especially the last six months of school, it was like summery, flirty vibes. Um, we were having more like get togethers because we all knew there was a small group. It was a concentration of like mm-hmm. 40 people. So we were just, you know, we were just hanging out a lot, trying to suck up those last moments and you could just vibe it. But apparently he doesn't admit to it. Whatever. Everybody else saw it. We'd sit next to the computer. We would be next to each other on the computer and all that. Uh, Whatever. He's going to hear this now. And now that he's like, you know, a reporter for Good Morning America, it's probably going to be a headline. Oh, God. Help me. It's just funny that there's there's, Good Morning America and uh, and Almost Famous (laughs) colliding. You're just just doing crossovers left and right. One girl girl graduated Syracuse and went on The Bachelor. (laughs) Then the other one became a reporter for Good Morning America. All in the ABC family. All on this American life. Um, so I, I think that just to say, so what I love, because I want to answer Ben's question before he so really left, is, um, is there's a, I think that people, and I know that you and your, uh, your husband are both interested in the multiverse. Um, because you have to be, because of the, all the Marvel movies and you yeah. can't escape them, yeah. even if you wanted to. Mm-hmm. And so I think that there's, the reason right now that people are so like fascinated by the multiverse, which of course I am too. The multiverse uh, is, that is Marvel or all the dating shows? No, like, no, no. The multiverse that is like the concept of the multiverse. The idea that there are endless timelines happening oh, okay. at once and there's yeah, different yous yeah, yeah. and different universes, okay. a million Doctor Stranges from here to there is, is that I think a lot of us, really like being able to visualize what our life would be like if we had made different choices. Um, I think a lot of us like to really think about how things would be different. Like as an example, if you and that guy had made a move that night, right? That would have, you wouldn't be here right now. I'm assuming if you guys had fallen for each other, you wouldn't be here right now. You, you'd be, you, you might be somewhere else. You might be somewhere you like more, but you, might, you wouldn't be here. Uh, you wouldn't have Jared walking. There's no the place I'd I'd rather be than here, oh, except no, I course. could mute my child if there was a button for that. <laughs> <laughs> 
and I think that I think that you think about it's very natural to think about regret and about wondering if you could have done things better or done things differently. I think we all think about that all the time. And so the one that got away offers an opportunity for a very short time and a very limited time frame for just a few people to go like, hey, what if you could just start again at zero? What if, you know, the idea for for Vince and Vince had people come in, you know, on our show, people come in through a portal and that's very intentional, right? Like yeah. the portal exists because we're a little, we're a little sci-fi too. Mm-hmm. We're trying to, trying to play with time travel, trying to play with the ideas of of time not mattering, which I think is a really interesting thing to think about. You know, I think a lot of us the last couple of years in the pandemic have felt like time has stood still and we've had a lot more time to think about things we could have done or want to do or should have done. Uh, and all of that kind of comes together in this place where so all of a sudden Vince comes in and we find people amazingly from his, you know, from his high school life and his college life and his law school life and his adult life and, and all of those different places. And he gets to like restart as if he's in high school. He gets to restart. You know, his first date with Eureka um, was one where we found a limo that looked just like the limo that they took to prom together and got to just go, what if you got to do that night again? You know, that that kind of wish fulfillment, I think, is stuff that we all wish we could do, right? You relive that first night, you know? I'm sure, Ashley, you think about your wedding all the time and think about different different day, different ways that, that could have gone and slightly, you know, obviously it was perfect, but you know what I mean? Like, it was wouldn't you perfect live? and it, it was, was our perfect. anniversary is in two days. Can you believe it's in three years? Three years? Yes. That's incredible. Three years that he officiated our wedding in the, he needs to win an award all time, all time award, not just the Oscar for the year, but like the all time Oscar for doing the best officiating at any wedding ever. Okay, sorry, Elon, continue. Well, just to say that that was the best wedding I'd ever been to. So I was just there as like a guest. So that's how I saw it. But um, all that to say, like, I think that's what the one that got away does so well and does so differently. And like, again, like, I love that there's a wide variety of dating shows out there. I love the ones that I like, I love the ones that I get to work on. I love the ones that I don't. And I think that like the way I love 90 day fiance as a consumer is also the way that I love one that got away as a consumer, which is like, it's just peering into other people's lives in a way that makes me learn more about how people are, which is always what I'm interested in. Like you get to watch people be people and, you know, I think that's cool. Like, Ashley, you've, like, just to say, like, you've lived, I think, in the last 10 years or so, a incredibly interesting life. Incredibly. Like, I, I all concur. kinds of ups and downs and <laughs> lefts and rights. And the fact that, like, that could have gone on and no one could have ever known, right? Mm-hmm. It, all of that could have happened without a single camera around, without a single photograph, without a single Instagram follower. All of that could have happened. But instead, we got to come along for the ride. And I got to sit my ass at home and watch you and Jared go through this incredible, incredible love story over three years, essentially, Mm -hmm. and then get married and then have a baby and all that. And so it's this weird need for connection where like, I feel like I know you and Jared really well, but I also feel like there's millions of others that do too. And I think that those are all genuine and interesting relationships. I think people feel invested and committed and they learn lessons. And I'm sure there's a lot of people 
who have seen themselves as Ashley eyes over the years that go like, I'm going to keep trying and I'm going to whittle this man's heart into the shape that I need it to be. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I still get told every day when we go to Audrey's, like our coffee shop, Every day. Yeah. Oh, my God. You kept fighting. You kept fighting. I can't believe you guys are together. It's so wonderful to see you guys together. Like, I love your story. It's it's insane. It's yeah. insane that it's made a print on anyone. Well, but it doesn't. I think that dating shows make a print on a lot of people. And I think that, like, yes, there's a, a lot of it. It's just entertainment. It really is. A lot of it's just for fun. A lot of it's just goofy and wacky. And a lot of that is also important. And I think that people, I think that, that you know, let's talk about the, the casts on these shows, I think what they provide, right, more than what the show provides, like what the people, you know, like, you know, at the end of the day, you have been on this radio show forever now, and you've been on a lot of TV shows, and Vince was a lawyer, and (laughs) is a lawyer, and just, just like you, one day decided to make that transition from having a life that's all his, just like you had a life that was all yours, to opening it up to other people. And yes, let's not pretend there isn't like, there's always, you want to do it for you. But it's also it's also really nice to be able to open that up for other people. And your process of being understood more or being listened to more also allows people at home to feel that way. And I think that's really cool. I think people underestimate how open you have to be as a reality show, dating contestant especially. And I think they also underestimate how much you guys are a part of our lives and like a part of the culture that surrounds us for better or for worse, sometimes great, sometimes not great. But at the end of the day, like a lot of our examples of what modern romances come from these shows. Yeah. Diaper duty. It's the adventure no one warns you about when you're expecting, right? Well, fear not. Pamper Swaddlers features a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, even blowouts. Not only are Pamper Swaddlers total game changers, they have the hottest baby gift trend for 2024, the Pampers Diaper Stash, an online diaper fund where friends and family can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. I love this idea. Here's how it works. You create a diaper stash account, share it with your tribe, watch the stash grow, gift it to the parents, and voila. They use the stash funds to snag Pampers diapers and wipes anywhere, anytime. It's not just a gift. It's a stash of joy. (laughs) Ensuring that those parents-to-be are stocked up without the guesswork. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, Make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness. Pamper Swaddlers and the Diaper Stash. Because parenting should be an extraordinary journey, not a messy one. As every parent knows, kids seem to be everywhere all at once. It's tough for even the most watchful mom and dads to protect their little ones from every single thing. Duracell understands that. That's why they're deeply committed to lithium coin battery safety. Lithium coin batteries power many important things around people's homes, including things that young children may have access to. So Duracell not only educates parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of lithium coin battery safety, but they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Even Duracell's packaging is child secure and designed to avoid accidental opening. 
because they believe that their product should provide more than just power. They should also provide peace of mind. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely available on 2032, 2025 and 2016 sizes. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 infinity QX 80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson yards in New York city Featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Your whole life, you've been told that the enemy of eating well is giving in to your cravings and indulging. But actually, your cravings are leading you right where you need to be. To Kali Power. <laughs> Kali Power is the brand that powers the foods that you crave with the ingredients you deserve so you can crave on. So if you're craving pizza, go ahead. Enjoy one of Kali Power's thin and crispy stone-fired cauliflower crust pizzas. Craving chicken tenders? Kali Power's chicken tenders are made with real all-natural white meat chicken and a crispy coating packed with cauliflower so you can get protein and veggies all in one bite. And that's not all. If you want to indulge in a big warm bowl of pasta, dig in with Kali Power's cauliflower-based pasta meals. Dinner has never been easier or more delicious. With Kali Power, all the foods you crave are made with the power of veggies. Gluten-free always, ready in minutes, and most importantly, they taste like the foods you crave. Kali Power's products are available in freezers nationwide. Visit eatcaulipower.com to find them in a store near you. Kali Power. Crave on. Are you ready for an all-new season of Survivor? You better be because Survivor 46 is here, and it's 90 minutes of twists and turns you don't want to miss. Better yet, after each episode, there's a brand new episode of On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. Each week, we go behind the scenes of the episode's biggest moments, taking you into the how and the why things happened. And this season, we're very lucky to be joined by an expert, the winner of Survivor 45, Divya Dars. What is up? I'm thrilled to be joining this team and to be giving you my take on how and the why players made the moves they did what it takes to outwit, outplay, and outlast. And to ask Jeff some questions, because even after 26 days out there, there is still a lot for me to uncover. Bring it, D. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Vince, I want you to preview your time on the show in a second, but I have one last question for Alon that has to do with casting because you brought it up. What are the similarities between casting the three sh- dating shows that you've produced and what are the, the differences? Like, who were you looking for in each scenario? That's a good, that's a really good question. I think that 
I think that in, I'd say almost all shows that I've ever worked on in, in any kind of casting have been more or less the same in the kinds of people that we're looking for, with the exception of, of F Boy Island, right? F Boy Island has like a very different. You were like, we were specifically vibe. looking for F Boys. <laughs> That's the thing is that like F Boy F Boy Island is weirdly like the one that got away. All of the shows I was lucky enough to work on the Bachelor franchise, all of those are really about trying to find people who are open and dynamic, who can express themselves emotionally. I know you can do that, Ashley. Uh, Vince can do it too, um, different ways. But nonetheless, um, people that are, are are open and willing and and have the ability to put their feelings into words, which is just some people have it more naturally than others. And you can learn it for sure. And you can also learn to not do it, which a lot of people do uh, as they go through their dating processes. They learn not to express those things. And that's a different thing. F-Boy Island is a game show at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. It's a it's a competition, right? And of course, as you know, all dating shows are inherently somewhat competitive, are inherently competitions. But there's something very different about a show that has a monetary prize at the end. Yeah. Because you can legitimately do gameplay and game theory. And I think that people, enjoy, you know, I think that most of the time on on dating shows, people are anxious to be themselves. And I think F-Boy Island is different because it gives people the opportunity to be themselves or be someone else completely. And I think that that is what creates that such interesting dynamic in that house is that half the people, someone, someone tweeted something the other day that I thought was so smart, which was like half of these people are on a dating show and half of these people are on big brother. Yeah, And it was like, there's just different ways of playing the same game. And weirdly, as you know, the feelings remain real because there's enough people that actually, you know, as you know, a lot of people go on to these shows not to fall in love, and then they do. Yep, and yep. I think it's very, 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 I think it's very common to be skeptical. And I think that being skeptical is usually the best way to be open because you actually talk about your fears, and you talk about your doubts, and you talk about your concerns and your worries, and you're less likely to paint over some of the red flags you see if you're a little bit more skeptical. And so I think that's a that's one thing that I've always really looked to also is that like, I won't, you know, Vince, I'll, I can ask you because I like, did you believe when you first signed up for this that you were going to fall madly in love or did you think it would be a fun experience? Yeah, I mean, absolutely. Just a fun experience. You know, I thought the premise lended itself to probably the best chance for me. But I thought, you know, I'm just going to go in open hearted, open minded and see what Elon has for me. Uh, actually, I don't know. I don't. Do you, I mean, I think maybe you're you're a different beast, though. Actually. I don't know what <laughs> no. you think. <laughs> I was actually going to say, like Vince, are you in agreement with me that it was mostly for like a once in a lifetime fun opportunity, super open and wanting to find a relationship, like want to leave this with a happily ever after, but know that the odds are so so low. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, I, I honestly like looking back. I'm like, oh my gosh, like how did I? ended up you know leaving engaged <laughs> like it, it just it blows my mind because i yeah going into spoiler it, alert really no, oh my god that's true <laughs> but i'm sure i'm assuming that episode's out now yeah yeah, yeah all episodes. so all, all episodes are out now of the one that got away on amazon prime so i mean you and did just on spoil freebie. Your- you can oh. watch it on freebie also for free now oh. amazon freebie 
It's a amazing. Prime and freebie. Oh, believe that's, it or not. That's so amazing. Thank you so much. Okay, so oh, you did just spoil your story. There's lots of stories that will go unspoiled. <laughs> How incredible is that that you left Engage? Are you so happy? And when you first, just for the audience, like just paint a little picture of like your, can you paint a little picture of your story since you know, you just spoiled yourself. Like maybe, when you, maybe start, when, maybe when you start came from the portal. Yeah. Right. When, when, when you first met her. Yeah. The, the yeah. girl walks through um, the portal. Like, was it who you wanted? So honestly, the girls that came through me for the portal for me, I had no idea they were going to be there. First of all, like the whole casting process was crazy, but all of them were a surprise, but I was, yeah, the girl that I ended up leaving a show with, I remember the first time I saw her, you can even see in the reaction, in my eyes, I was just like, Oh my gosh. Like, it's been 10 plus years. Like the fact that she even remembers me and like is willing to put herself out there for me. was just like, I, it blew my mind. Cause we weren't really like, like super close or anything. Like we were just kind of acquaintances. She went to prom with one of my good friends. And, you know, I never really thought like, Oh, you know, uh, you know, I thought she was cute, but I never thought like, you know, there was a missed opportunity necessarily until she came. And I was like, once I got to know her, I was like, Oh my gosh, like this girl is, is so sweet. Like, like basically my type. And I was like, I don't, I was like, man, Alon, the producers, I was like, you guys like set this up so perfectly because she was exactly, I feel like what I wanted. And as time progressed, you just see our bond. Like we are both like water signs. I'm a Pisces. She's a cancer. I'm and a I Pisces like- and Jared's a Scorpio. And don't even oh get this. Gosh. Don't even get me started because there's a classic in my book line in paradise in which I said, I'm a Pisces female and he's a, a Scorpio male. And that is like one of the best combinations in the Zodiac. It is. And I literally remember after the show, we were like looking up our astrological sign because we are so very much both water signs. And you can see it on the show, like our emotions were just pouring out to each other. And we were just very like sensitive and empathetic towards each other. And, you know, I feel like you can see that difference. Like, and all the other girls that kind of came for me, like you can sit, like just feel that there's a sense of closeness between me and Eureka. And um, yeah, that, that for me, oh my gosh, like it's changed my life. And, you know, after the show, it was, you know, I remember like we had to make an announcement, you know, like, oh, are we guys still together or not? I don't know if I should, should spoil it, but you can see it on my Instagram. It's yeah, all there. I mean, we, we give a whole update. The, we're, we're, we're speaking to the hardcore fans right now. It felt so real. Every step of the way was so genuine. We weren't on the show looking for like, you know, clout or anything like that. We genuinely, you know, I was a lawyer. I already have like a job. Like she came in, she works, you know, for a, a, a big company doing it as a consultant. So we genuinely just wanted this to work. And that was like my biggest takeaway from the show was her. And, you know, I feel like right now we still keep in touch. I was, I just saw her last week. Uh, she came down, um, from New York and it just there's this like, this bond that you have you know when you meet someone on show and like you tell me let me feel this way too Ashley it's like you just have this like level of closeness that you mm-hmm. can't really share with anybody else right it's almost like a fraternity or like you know if you like leave like a military like the military you were in battle together there's like that like sense of closeness that bonds you you know oh, and that's how I, I, know I felt it. that way I know it. I went to on a trip with uh, this podcast to Tahoe and we hung out with a couple people from the Bachelor franchise and they're friends that I don't get to see like on a very regular basis. But when we get together, it's like no time has passed. We are so comfortable together because of that shared experience. I can go on and on and on. But I feel like we should just have everybody who's listening watch your story so it's the one that got away on Prime Video. 
can stream it all now. I'm so happy for you. I have so many more questions for Alon when it comes to reality dating. So perhaps we can have you on again. Um, and Vince, congratulations on the engagement. That's so awesome. Uh, thank you I'm so, so happy much. For you. <laughs> Ashley, yeah. hug your family for me. All of them. Thank okay. you. Thank you. I will. Tell them I said hi. Thank you. I will. All right. Thank you for having for joining us. us. See ya. Take care. Bye. Follow the Ben and Ashley I Almost Famous podcast on iHeartRadio or subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Childproofing people's homes is hard, but Duracell is making it just a bit simpler. Not only are they committed to educating parents, caregivers, and medical professionals about the importance of battery safety, they also make the only lithium coin batteries with a non-toxic bitter coating to help discourage children from swallowing them. Duracell even features child-secure packaging designed to avoid accidental opening. Learn more at Duracell.com slash power safely, available on 2032, 2025, and 2016 sizes. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80, live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste, the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Does money stress you out? Let FACET flip your financial chaos into clarity. Finding FACET immediately put us at ease. FACET's innovative approach to financial planning ensures your money works as hard as you do, enabling members to experience the joys of having your finances in order. And that makes us FACET for life now, I guess. <laughs> Visit FACET.com, F-A-C-E-T.com to learn more. This ad is sponsored by FACET. FACET Wealth is an SEC-registered investment advisor. This is not an offer to buy or sell securities, nor is it investment, legal, or tax advice. These testimonials are from current FACET members who are not compensated. All opinions are their own and not a guarantee of a similar outcome. I've discovered the secret to turning diaper duty into pure parenting joy. Okay, well, that might be a stretch, but Pamper Swaddlers is truly the answer. They feature a blowout barrier at the back waist that helps prevent up to 100% of leaks, including even blowouts. And for 2024's hottest baby shower slash sprinkle gift, it's the Pamper's Diaper Stash. I am so for diapers for a baby shower our registry. This Pampers diaper stash is an online diaper fund where family and friends can contribute a group gift so that your diaper stockpile never runs out. Just create an account, share it, and then watch it grow and then gift it. So easy. So whether you're a parent in the trenches or the ultimate gift guru, make 2024 the year of leak-free happiness with Pampers Swaddlers and the Pampers diaper stash. This is Tracy V. Wilson from Stuff You Missed in History Class. The national sales event is on at your Toyota dealer, making now the perfect time to get a great deal on a dependable new car. Like a legendary Camry built for performance and available with all-wheel drive, you can count on your new Camry to get anywhere you need to go. Or check out an affordable and reliable Corolla with a trim for every lifestyle. From the hip sedan to the sporty hatchback, there's a Corolla built just for you. Check out more national sales event deals when you visit buyatoyota.com. Toyota, let's go places.